Jersey Judah here this morning. It is the 20th of September and I'm back. 20th of September, middle of the week, six days until my birthday. And I'm here another episode, a morning edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Celebrating 4.7 thousand listens this morning. Reached 4.7. Shout out to y'all for listening. I was going to play some music, but I've been having problems with this phone once again, and I'm not trying to waste too much time. It is already 1030. I would usually have started this 10 minutes ago, which technically I started this 15 minutes ago until I realized that my phone was not recording. So I just said, fuck the music. Forget the introductions. We gave you an introduction. This is the Crimson Capsule Chapel. We now need to give you a disclaimer before we officially dive in to this episode. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. So now, (coughs) it's morning time. I got my morning backwood. Sherbert number four is what I've been smoking on for almost a week now. I bought an ounce. (coughs) I bought an ounce last Thursday. And I never bought an ounce from the dispensary. Now, granted, I've bought several quarters, several eighths to equal ounce. But this was my first time buying a full ounce, right? And this shit here, like I said, Super Sherbert, not Sherbert, Super Sherbert, uh, number four. I think this is like 25% THC. Pretty good. I'm down to maybe, if I can guesstimate, do a guesstimation here. Uh, I'm down to like less than a quarter. Definitely over an eighth. Over, over four grams, but I think that's all I have is over four grams left. Now, I don't know how to feel about that because... Typically, I don't smoke a lot, believe it or not. Uh, When I podcast, I love to smoke. It's one of the things that eases my mind, especially after a long day's work or just after, you know, whatever. Um, But I don't think I smoked that much weed. There's no way. 
unless I done a lot of podcasting, if I do a lot of podcasting, like throughout the week, guys, y'all know you're getting at least five episodes from me throughout the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Friday and Saturday, I mean, Saturday and Sunday bonus. I'm, I'm more than likely to do three episodes that day rather than the traditional two episodes. But I guess I, uh, smoke through this shit. Uh, <clears throat> kind of sucks. My birthday is next Tuesday. I know for a fact I'm not going to have any weed left by next Tuesday. In fact, I may not have any weed left by Saturday. So there's that to look forward to. But other than that, let me put this fucking backward out because I know I sound like an idiot right now. Just trying to keep my composure with this chronic I'm smoking. <coughs> oh, goodness. But we got an episode. Sneeko is apparently, he's apparently not taking accountability. At least that's what playback is saying. So we're going to find out. We're going to get into it. Sneeko has kind of, how can I, it's not that he's turned his back, because I don't think he was ever a guy who would be legit red pill in a sense of, he had to go through this and that to get to where he's at. I mean, the guy's a male model. A lot of people don't know that about Sneeko. There's a lot of things about Sneeko he just doesn't tell you. Not that it's anything that's really embarrassing. I mean, the shit that this guy was wearing. Look up Sneeko as a, like, look up Sneeko and, like, uh, a male model. And look at the shit he was wearing. They had this nigga wearing some suspect shit. You understand me? He was wearing some very, very zesty, suspicious, and just downright fruity attire. You know what I mean? And playback, in which playback, very familiar group, duo, interviewed Sneeko a while back. Um, I forgot what it was about, but it became this conversation that he had where him and his girlfriend at the time went to a sex party and he watched his girl get fucked. And both guys from playback are looking at this nigga like he lost his fucking mind. Number one, it's like, do you, do you know who Phil Murphy, do you know who Cuck Murphy is? Do you know who that is? Look him up. I mean, now you're being compared to him. It's like, yo, guys just don't know. Like, and I've said the same. It's like the same ego. It's the same ego that Andrew Tate had. Oh, man, he's pimping hoes. You know, uh, what was it? Uh, what was it? Pimping hoes. It wasn't PHU. It was it was PhD. Pimping hoe degree or some shit like that. It's like, God damn it, man. And, and then you can't be as defensive as someone who hasn't put their their business out there like that. Like, <clears throat> like if Sneeko were to make fun of a guy for being a cuck and he himself watched his girlfriend, although it's not his wife, it's his girlfriend. He's still spending money on the bitch. He's still taking care of the bitch. Just ain't a ring on the bitch. All right. <clears throat> 
what the? You gonna sit back and watch your girl get fucked? And not only do that, <clears throat> but just have the courage. This nigga had, this nigga had the courage that that the lion didn't have from the Wizard of Oz, nigga. This nigga had the heart of of ten lions, nigga. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Watching your girl get plowed? Come on, brother. Stop it. <laughs> get some help. Come on, brother. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to get in the Sneeko, the Cucko from Playback, via Playback. Shout out to Playback. Subscribe to Playback, all right? Playback on YouTube. And without further ado, let's dive in. Transgender women are not biological women. It's very simple. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't get why guys like Matt Walsh are so popular. I don't mind him. I don't hate him. I just don't. He's just asking a question: What is a woman? You would think a woman will just tell you right out. Oh well, a woman's this, a woman's that, a care- caretaker, this and that. No. Today, it's like, <clears throat> well, we don't want to offend other communities of people. So a woman is really up to the person. Like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Stop. Cut it out, man. And it's easy. They, they look at look at guys like us, right? What are we doing? Are we really going out of our way to talk badly about somebody? Are we really the people that go around and talk shit about other people? And this is all entertainment. Sneeko's a cuck. Everybody knows that. This is entertainment. But as men, we really don't be doing that shit. It's really women that be out there. You know, the whole gossip column and, you know, the blogs and, you know, spilling the tea. The spilling of the tea. This is all from females. Niggas, if, if I hear a man say that in a serious, like, if I if I hear a heterosexual man say, I'm about to spill some tea, I'm slapping the shit out of him. I'm slapping the shit out of him. I'm going to slap him with the Bible, nigga. What the fuck are you talking? Spilling the tea? You sound like a sissy. Beat it. You like that? You like that right there? Well, what are your thoughts? Um, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Has it ever happened to you before? Like, has, has any, you know, any one of your supporters, fans, viewers, have they ever come to you and be like, yo, fuck women, bro? Or not even women, fuck white people. Has anybody ever come to you and disregarded a subsection of people like that? Have, has that ever- I, I will answer that question for you. <coughs> As a black person, and very, very little people around me know that I podcast. <coughs> so I don't tell people about it publicly. But I've heard people 
Look, I've gave an example, I think a couple weeks ago. And I was I was on I was in my area local. I was smoking. I was around some of the people in the area. And I brought up Donald Trump. Because niggas was talking about how felons weren't really getting, you know, even they weren't really getting an, 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 an even like they're not getting a real opportunity to be something once they've gotten out of prison. You come home, what do you got? Uh, a couple of options for mediocre jobs. And I was telling them how Trump was the one that provided jobs that would never have been available for evicted felons for convicted felons, he provided that opportunity. And it was one guy, he knew that I was telling the truth because he wasn't speaking out, but he was very quiet. But then he sat back and said, well, Trump's racist though, right? Like, well, Trump is just racist. I just looked at him and went, if Trump is racist, who's Joe Biden? Who's Bill Clinton? What's the crime bill 1993 that incarcerated the most black men? What are you talking about racist? You're talking about racism from mainstream media's perspective because you're just being fucked over. You're being mind fucked. This is a this is like psychological warfare. They play on to your fear and they play on to your anger and emotions. Happened to you? Yes, it has. Man, man that's crazy, man. That's crazy. It would almost be like you cultivated an audience that wouldn't say things like that, bro. I mean, that's. I mean, that's what it seems like. I mean, yeah, that's what it seems like to me. That's this actually the exact reason why I hate being in drama. Because mm. when you get in drama, this is the type of energy people tell you. Like when you go outside, like when drama is all female shit. You got to understand drama, and I'm and I'm glad that I mentioned this before he mentioned it. Drama. Gossip, um, sort of the back and forth, talking behind each other's back, stabbing each other in the back, kicking somebody's back in while they're down. That's all female shit. I'm not saying that to say that all females do it, but all females are capable of doing it. I've seen it. You see some of the nicest women, and I don't mean like nice looking. I mean friendly women, like women who aren't cunts, right? And you don't, as a man, you wouldn't mind having a conversation with that woman, mainly because she really doesn't have the exterior of other women. Like they don't have the same appearance of other women. They carry themselves different. The things they talk about is actually interesting. You would actually sit back and listen to a woman talk. Right. I know this is like Twilight Zone shit, but hear me out. Those women who are far and few, by the way, are the women that you would communicate with. And some of the, some guys actually do communicate with these women, but they keep it. They keep it very platonic. They keep it very professional. They don't add too many, too much personal information. And, and that's how they go about it. Those women, you're not going to find a lot of those women. And they're not created they're born. The modern woman is created. A lot of these women weren't considered modern women at one time. They were considered wholesome, caring, considerate, friendly women. Just like how women sit back and say, well, 
men weren't always the bad boys. They were nice guys. Yeah. And y'all took advantage of them. Y'all took advantage of us. We were all the nice guys. In fact, the chivalry shit, that whole French, you know, the, the French people, they're a bunch of weirdos. They smell funny. They're not American, so I don't care about them. <clears throat> I don't care. What are the allies? How many troops? How many French troops can we pull out of the out of out of the pocket? Right. Like, think about it like this. Some catastrophe takes place right now. Fucking missiles drop. Right. I'm near a very popular uh, Air Force base, McGuire Air Force. Very popular. For whatever reason, that gets attacked. We all get attacked. Right. We go, we need troops from here, here, here. When they mention France, how many of these niggas you think gonna really pop up and, and lock and load for the United States of America? Very little. Just That's why I don't respect all countries. You know what I'm saying? I respect all people, but I don't respect all countries. I'm not, I'm not entitled to do that. Fuck do I know about France? They had, they had let... And this, this was, this was, this was really, this is the problem with these people. It's not only America, it's France, it's England, London, all that, all in places in Europe, they let all the immigrants come through. I think this is where we get uh, a lot of these like weak wristed liberals. I think this is what we get a lot of the uh, tactics from. They had some study. Well, I think it was in England. They said the number one named child in England. Keep in mind, when you think of white, think of England, right? You think of white people, think of British people, right? Don't think of Americans because Americans are, we're all dirty. Like we're dirty. We're not, we're not traditional um, nation people. We're not like, we're, we're not... There's no like popularity of noble people in this country. Meaning, I'm I love the country. I'm black, and I know a white person who loves the country, and we love each other because we love the country. That doesn't happen in this country. It's you love the country for what you and your quote unquote people bring, and that's that. And then you may appreciate other people's cultures and shit like that, but we all know that ain't always the case. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm just more honest and well-rounded. But in places like France, I mean, uh, uh, Mohammed in, in, in fucking England, that's the number one named baby name. That's what they name their babies in, in, in England, guys. England. White people have been completely bombarded by Mohammeds and all these immigrants. No disrespect to them. I ain't mad at them. They let these niggas in. They let them in. Then then you got to get black people involved because then you got like Somalians and shit. You got like Nigerians. Like we know these niggas. Like like we really know these. We don't know these niggas, man. They don't even like us as black people in America. I'm talking about the Africans outside of America. They don't like they don't like uh, black folks in America. So I tell these Negroes, like, where you get your information from? So I come here with articles and shit and stats. Nigga, I don't play around. You let these other white people fool you. These mainstream media devils, all right, deceivers, tell you which way is up. And you looking down a fucking cliff 
know what I mean? Like, it's it's the same sort of it's like it's like Cartoon Network shit, really. It's like you just going about your day with a fucking anvil just on top of you, still the entire time. Anvil just hanging over your head. You know what I mean? It's like you make one you make one small mistake. Especially in the realm of information, people will point it out. You make one small mistake. You can be a little inaccurate about a stat, somebody will point it out. Most people will go, "Well, these people don't have anything better to do." People like me go, "That's a guy that I need more insight from." <laughs> okay? If you go, I need you to proofread a lot of my other shit, too. I don't care about criticism. And when I say I don't care, it means I don't react to it in a negative way. I don't react to it at all. In fact, if it's insightful and if it's meaningful, I'm going to take heed. That's just that's the type of person I am. Where it's like I've been in situations, more situations that I'd like to admit that I fucked up. And the only thing that the only thing that kind of kept me in spirit was just knowing that I fucked up to take accountability and fuck it up and not being a hypocrite, not not laughing about somebody else's mishaps when I myself had the same mishaps. I don't do that shit. Remember, like, years ago when, like, you me, this story? me and Ronnie were in the beef? No, like, not that one. Niggas just walk up to me like, man, fuck Ronnie. No, no, the other one. Hold on. When you and Fredo was going through it. Oh, the same thing with him. And people would come to you, man, fuck Fredo. So, like, when when the content you do uh, is inspired by, like, negativity mm-hmm. almost. Look, look, I don't care about all that. <clears throat> I care about the Sneeko shit. He's mentioning Negroes and people that I've never heard of a day in my life. I'm not beefing with any fucking body at all. I have no beef with any person. I have beef with groups. I have beef with Satan. I have beef with the devil. I have beef with the establishment. I have beef with big government. I have beef with these lying hypocrite Democrats that have been lying to the blacks for decades. I have beef with entities. I don't have beef with one person. Why waste all the energy you got in attacking one person when you can just take the shot at the whole entire fucking community? You can take a shot at the whole entire group. Say, fuck the group. Now what? You know what I'm saying? Why waste time? Unless you're going after, like, the top gun. You're going after, you know, the head honcho. You got to be prepared going after the head honcho. This ain't a curtain jerker. This ain't a jobber that you can just take to the mat in four seconds. No. You're going to have to strategize a plan, all right? May have to work on some jujitsu. May have to work on your grappling skills. May have to jump in, toss niggas around with the judo. Pause. You feel me? You'll inspire that type of audience. People aren't going to use critical thinking skills, unfortunately. No, 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 no. And they might watch you try and do that, but most of the time they'll leave with like the simplest possible takeaway. Mm-hmm. Like they can watch your basketball video mm-hmm. where you dive deep into like a interesting topic about basketball mm-hmm. and they'll leave with like a baseline. Oh, so that nigga sucks. Yeah. That's a, yeah. They're not going to remember the detail you want. Well, 
see that goes deeper into preferences because a person may watch the basketball clip and not be a fan of basketball, but they're a fan of you as a content creator, right? I know that there's people that weren't fans of me talking about politics, but when I mentioned it with a lot of relationships and, 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 and things going on, you know, with marriages and things like that, people listen to it. Or if I just sit on here and talk about Trump, the way that everybody else talks about Trump, it won't be as viewed as me just saying Trump's that nigga. I fuck with Trump. Trump's a real one. You know, real presidents take mug shots, nigga. Fuck you talking about the fuck? Y'all niggas hating on who? Get the fuck out of here. This nigga's he's one of the greats now. He's on the list. Everybody got mug shots in history. Donald J. Trump is now one of them. And just a mean mug. Just a like I want somebody to take I want somebody to take this, clip this. I'm giving y'all permission. Please download this shit, clip this, put it on YouTube, and put Trump's fucking put Trump's face right on the fucking screen while I talk about this nigga. First of all, there's no white man in history that I know that takes mugshots like that. This is a different breed of white man. This isn't white man the enemy. This is white man the ally. This is the white man that the black man need in this country. I hate to say it. I really don't want to say it like that. But if we're comparing apples to oranges here, if we're comparing an alpha male to a piece of shit that can't find his way off of a stage and a guy who's stumbling and falling everywhere and a guy with a son that smokes crack and a guy who's a bozo. I mean, <laughs> who who do you got here? Who's winning? Come on, stop it. Cut it out. They want to corrupt. They're going to corrupt the whole fucking election again. And I'm prepared for it. I don't give a fuck. And I'm still voting for Trump. You take my shit and burn it for all I care. I'm going to still say I fuck with Trump, so I don't I don't really give a fuck what anybody said. Black people, Puerto Rican people, Mexican people, orange people, green people, yellow people, all t- I don't give a fuck red people, stone black people, African African tribal black people. I don't give a fuck, nigga. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And I have my reasons. See, me saying that I fuck with Trump doesn't make me necessarily a threat. But if I give you just a history, a quick brief history lesson that would only take 15 minutes, which I'm not going to do. And tell you why Trump is that nigga, I would be a threat easily. And with the numbers only seeming to rise right now. Thank, thank God for that, right? If I reach 10, 15, 20,000, I'm, I'm going to be a problem. And I'm all for it. I, I don't give a fuck about these people. <laughs> I'm all for it. You guys have no idea. I'm not... I'm not a martyr. I'm not doing no kamikaze shit. I'm going to kill him with strategy. Because see, with me, the way you react to people is the way you feel for people. 
I put my feelings aside for people. Just like in times when I'm working, I put feelings aside for myself. If I can put feelings aside for myself, then I can put feelings aside of everything around me. And just stay focused. It's not about being cold hearted. It's not about being bad or anything like that. It's about being focused. It's taking all the distractions around you and just silencing it. That's really what, what it's about. And I've done it socially. I'm doing it politically. With most of what I do, because I don't I don't really care. Like I don't like I said, I'll take criticism. Criticism is different than somebody with no life. You know, some scrub, some low life, you know, what I mean, not really doing nothing with himself, worrying about what everybody else is doing. So I can do without that, you know, what I mean, so any of that, you know, type of energy or, you know, the parasites, the lifestyle leeches of the modern women, you know, what I'm saying the vampires, the succubus, the blood suckers of our culture, right? But the weak-minded, left-leaning, lunatic, marching alongside these women, holding the picket signs with the bitch, he getting pegged. <laughs> this nigga getting pegged. Bitch puts the strap on on him. What the? <coughs> and he says, <coughs> and this real shit. These guys go, oh, I'm straight. I'm not gay. I'm not attracted to men. You know, but, you know, I let my wife, you know, peg me. Nigga, you gay. Stop it. Just own up to it. I'm not shaming you, cousin. I'm not judging you. Well, I, I'm i not judging you. No, I'm making an assessment. A very accurate assessment, I might add. Nigga, you gay. You let your wife do what? She puts on what? Puts what inside of what? Nigga, you gay. Period. Sorry. But these guys become the leaders of men today. You let these guys tell you. They'll, they'll teach you that, you know, transsexuals, you know, trans women are women, no matter what. And it's like, if that's the case, then why, how are you attracted to a man that looks like a woman and not come to the conclusion that it is biologically a man? And how are these perversions required for you to have attraction to that person? Meaning, if that person was a man, you would claim to not be attracted, but that person is a man just dressed like a woman. I mean, look, you can't you can't beat around the bush with this one. OK, there is no bush to beat around. <laughs> That's a funny one. I'm sorry. That is funny. There's no bush to beat around because it's a man with penis saying it's a woman. All right. Never mind. Let's continue. 
to the come to that conclusion. But just remember like a simple conclusion that's usually very polarizing. I learned what I need to learn, I'm out of this video. Yeah. So I don't know what Sneeko thought he was teaching people, but the problem with the type of content he's been doing for the past year is that people aren't gonna leave thinking like, oh, maybe people need to just reevaluate their standards. Maybe people need to improve themselves. Because if, if Fresh and Fit were right about the type of things that they promote, all that positivity, all that growth and shit like that, then this wouldn't be the type of audience these people cultivate. Sure. They wouldn't be. They don't even spread anything of positivity, really, if you think about it. Fresh and Fit's positivity comes from their resources. So from their logic, in order for you to be happy, you got to make the resources. So there really isn't any positive aspect of Fresh and Fit, which is why they're Fresh and Fit. If if self-development, let's just be 100% honest, right? Where are they at now? Probably estimated. Let's just give them... 250,000. Let's say they have 250,000 subscribers. They probably got more than that. Okay. If they were a self-development channel and the only thing they talked about was self-development and instead they got these white people walking around with masks on looking like fucking retards. Can't stand these fucking people. Anyway, people still wear masks today. It's like, give me a fucking break. Just take the shot and die already. All right, I'm sick of it. Sick of it. <coughs> I'm hide up. It's only 33 minutes in, man. But um, if Fresh and Fit took down all of the videos that involved the women that they were kicking out, all the drunk memos and shit, right? And if they focus solidly on self-development, they didn't have um, they, they didn't have no women on. Instead, they had entrepreneurs on. They had grifters on pretty much because they're grifters. And if they said straight up, we're only here to better you. Right. And to come with that gimmick, they would have 25 percent of the 200,000 subscribers that they have. And that's a fucking fact. That's a fact. Would have just run around saying, fuck this group of people, fuck this group of people. They should all die, right? Yeah. That's weird. It's, it's all, and, and to be fair, these are kids. So, yes, I think the problem with Sneeko, the problem I have with Sneeko, is this nigga changed his POV on life approximately every four months. Because, is there a problem, is there a problem with that? <clears throat> yes, there is. Yes, there is. And I'm going to tell you why. If it was just a regular person that was just trying to find his way in life and trying to find what he wants to do and how he wants to go about things. And he's kind of out there in this talking point one minute. And then he goes to the next man's talking point. I don't see it as bad until you're followed by hundreds and thousands of people. That's, that's when it becomes bad because you're misleading. You are literally misleading your followers. I don't give a fuck. My idea of people, quote unquote, following me, I don't like that. You either like my shit or you don't like my shit. If you like it, I appreciate it. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. Sayonara. Hasta la vista. Okay? Ciao, bitch. Uh, bum voyage. 
Is it bum voyage or bum voyage? Whatever. Beat it. You know what I'm saying? But my perspective only changed. My perspective naturally changes through literally self-development. Like me personally maturing and me learning about something different and me opening my mind to different possibilities and different sources of information, right? It's not me putting myself in one box, especially as a black. The blacks, I'm black. Especially as a black, you're expected to think a certain way and be on a quote unquote program. Better get with the program, bitch. <laughs> Better get with the program, bitch. Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? But no, you know, you kind of you kind of learn individuality and you learn what you like. You know, you're more in tune what you enjoy doing. And, you know, if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they're not the ones doing it. You're the one doing it, having fun, living life. He's young as fuck. Who gives a fuck, bro? You're supposed to grow and maybe maybe your ideas do change, but it sure does feel like his ideas change when it's convenient for his content. And that's actually one of the That's why it comes across like he's grifting. Yeah. And that's so like one this clip was the most probably like telling. <laughs> There's only so long this, you can only do this for so long. Like how much can you really talk about? Yeah, dating coach sounds hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's like it, it's just so much more fun. I can't even lie. And let's be honest, the red pill is uh, is dying. It's over. It's over because like there was a lot of hype. It's over because of you. And see, that's accountability that he needs to take because of people like you, Sneeko, and a lot of the dumb, goofy shit that you said. People don't take the red pill serious. Fresh and fit, another prime example. I mean, you got fresh and fit really at one point, every major red pill content creator was on an episode of that show. They had an audience based on that alone. Donovan Sharp, Rolo Tomasi, uh, DJ Academics, even though he's not red pill, (coughs) but he's very tight knit with those individuals. Um, Sneeko, Andrew Tate, uh, Pearl Davis, in which Pearl Davis pretty much took bits and pieces from Fresh and Fit and incorporated that into her shit. I mean, this is all facts. The proof is in the fucking content. Don't take my word for it. You know? (laughs) Don't take my word for it. But yeah, Sneeko, yeah, yeah, he's a part of that. His shit dying, his his buzz is dying, so therefore he believes the red pill is dying. See, that's the ego. That's the ego thing. That's the ego thing. I don't use the red pill as a grift. I I see the red pill. I experience the red pill on a day-to-day basis. So it's not even, it's more of an experience, more than a thing, more than a literal pill, of course, right? 
So now, these red pill peasant, red pill peon, uh, red pill curtain jerker, red pill jobber. I'm a jobber, but I'm taking niggas to the mat. Pause. There ain't there ain't no no if ands or buts. I'll scorch this Cisco Puerto Rican Cisco looking nigga in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? No if ands or buts. All right. This nigga like he five different nationalities in the face ass nigga. Oh, uh, you know, cuts in your eyebrows, trying to wild out type nigga. Fucking, he looks like a mess, man. And everything, everything he was talking about in the very beginning, when I was listening to, when I heard Sneeko two years ago, it was just two years ago. He was talking about, uh, what movie was he talking about? Uh, The Truman Show with Jim Carrey. Good movie. Movie has a lot of different meanings to it. Very little people caught on to the movie. In my opinion, it's still underrated to an extent. If Jim Carrey would do one more movie or remake one more movie, I would say The Truman Show would have to be a remake. But, you know, that was he was talking about the Truman Show and the realization with the Truman Show and reality today. He was making a lot of valid points. I think I did an episode connected to that. Y'all might have to look into the archives to find it, but good video. Plus, how old is he? He's like 22 or 21 or something. He's a young, he's, he's a kid, dude. But like I said earlier, that doesn't excuse him. And I know he doesn't know, he doesn't realize it, but he's misleading the people that is supporting him. If you spend a strong year just saying, you know, red pill content, speaking from things in a red pill perspective, if you're doing this shit for a strong year, it's going to be very difficult for you to walk back from that. And I think with him, it's kind of fucked up to say it, but with him, he was just one of those people that never found his niche. His sort of like, you know, niche level self in the space that everybody else did. You look at everybody else, right? Everybody's pretty consistent for the most part. Some people change, but they only change their format. They still have sort of the same, the same conversation. Of course it's different, but pretty much the same in terms of what you're used to hearing them talk about. Me, myself, I never want to get to that point where people are used to hearing me talk about the same shit. So just when people think that I'm doing another episode about Trump, I'm doing relationships. And as soon as people think that I'm talking about the next fucking relationship advice shit, no, I'm talking about Trump, right? I I like to switch things up. Sneeko wasn't able to find that talking like he did a lot of streams 
<coughs> and I think he still does streams. He does a lot of streams. A lot of and when you're streaming, or when you're going live in general on camera, it's different than what I'm doing right now, which is just sitting in my car recording on my phone. Um. So you know the conversation can go anywhere. Plus, you got thousands of people. He had thousands of people in the chat talking about different things. And I think in those situations, you're actually more likely to have things to talk about. Like, for example, when I go, when I, when I used to go live, I would only have like at least at the very least 15 people watching. But every now and then people will bring up similar things to what I'm talking about. And then it goes, wow, that's a good point. And then I'll just bounce off of that. So you're pretty much bouncing off of your audience. Pause. Like whatever they're talking about, it can be something interesting to you. And then you can mention that and go, oh, yeah, shout out for this person for bringing this situation up or this topic up and then go off of that. I think people <clears throat> and it's like I never seen a person who's like sort of like the doctor disrespect to the red pill. Meaning, like, he's a guy, and y'all know who Dr. Disrespect is, hopefully. Known game streamer. Um, but, like, a Dr. Disrespect who's in the manosphere, who plays video games. Like, think about it. It's the perfect, like, guys, it's it's the perfect fucking, like, formula. A motherfucker. Stereotypical. It's easy. It's an easy target by women, though. It's a guy sitting behind a screen playing a video game, bitching about women. That's all it is. And it could be like you know how you watch like game compilations. It could be like <laughs> it's like a Call of Duty. It's like Call of Duty uh, World of War campaign, but it's really just a guy's going through guy talking about his breakup. And it's just <laughs> while, while the campaign is beginning, because, you know, the fucking uh, World of War Call of Duty campaign is goaded. You know, what I mean, one of the top best campaigns in Call of Duty, period. The time means nothing. The effort means everything. Keep that in mind. The time in which the game came out, which I believe was 2006 or seven. The time meant nothing, but the effort they put in for that campaign meant everything. That was the last great campaign-driven Call of Duty game that there is. It's a terrible argument. A lot of y'all going to get offended. It is what it is, all right? But man... From that point, everything went downhill. Sad. Just like Sneeko, just like just like Sneeko's popularity, just like his credibility. Because here's here here's my problem. Right? It's it's to incorporate the fact that he does have hundreds and thousands of people following him. And because he's younger. It would only be it would only make sense that the people that would follow him are people even younger than him. 
So now you got late teens, sort of like, you know, still, you know, I don't even know what you would call them. Groms. Couple of Groms. You got young Groms out there, young teens, late teens. Yo, peep the slang, though. You got the young Groms out there. That's a new name. Groms are like late, like I said, late teens, pretty much teeny bopper bitches, stupid, airheaded, senseless Gen Z, um, niggas that's always on their phone, niggas just walking around looking at the ground, not even looking at the car in front of them they're about to walk into, like shit like that, those type of people, they're the Groms, and you know, they got, they're easily manipulated, you know what I mean? These people were just fucking out of this world. You know, I didn't know. For the longest, I had no idea that people were really arguing about whether the earth was flat or round. At that point, when I heard that, I knew humanity was doomed. There's no way we can prosper in this in this in this day and age with that type of thinking. If people think that the earth is flat. <clears throat> it's like gravity like I I just can't like I have a headache when I think about that. That almost gives me an anxiety attack. It really does. Like think about <laughs> I got to laugh it off. People believe that the earth we we're on right now. <laughs> it's flat. These <laughs> fucking people. Flat. <clears throat> you hear me? Flat. So, not only isn't, from their way of thinking, not only isn't our planet round, but the other planets aren't round either. So, Pluto being as small as it is, that's also flat, but it's just seen round for whatever reason. I don't like these people. I don't like these people who think this way. Climate control people can't stand them. Don't want to deal with them. Don't want to tolerate them. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Wish them the best in recovering from whatever fucking mental illness they have. But that's it. I can't deal with them. Conversate about what? Clown world. Around this, like, oh, the Matrix, bro. How do we make it out? And then, like, you, you there's this excitement, there's hype around it, and I got it at the right time, hit the wave at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was red pill raging when the red pill was blowing up, so it was perfect. You know, scream at a camera. I think, like I said, this is another problem with these type of guys. He's not your average regular guy in the sense of who a regular guy would be. He's more he's more of a known person realistically outside of the red pill than fresh and fit. Like this guy did modeling. This guy was out there. He was in the public eye at one point. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like he's just this random guy. And that's the problem that I have with him. And he's, it's like the red pill is now looked at as just a temporary fix. Like here, here, listen to this content. It's a temporary fix. It'll help you a little bit. And then when you're done, you can just discard it. That's kind of what the red pill's becoming. And that's how he's describing it. 
wake up, wake up. And then now I'm like, okay, you know? That, that's my real problem with the whole red pill though, is that people leave almost feeling entitled. Like, well, how come these bitches don't like me? Instead of thinking like, damn, why don't I just improve? That's false. That's black pill, sir. Let me uh, correct you. Gentlemen, um, that's black pill shit you're talking about. That's the incel shit that you brought up before in that one episode. That's that. That's not red pill. I don't know why. I think I used to think that they just trolled people. They just trolled the red pill by saying that black pill content is the red pill. But I really do believe now that they believe that that's the red pill and it's not. Guys, never, I've never talked about me personally feeling any sense of entitlement or having any sense of entitlement. I don't talk about preferences. I talk about being left the fuck alone about by, by bitches. Re- realistically, I talk about it. <clears throat> I don't talk about, you know, all that other shit. So I don't really, I don't sway back and forth, but at the same time, I don't. I don't point the finger or I don't judge other people who live their lives differently. They live their lives. I'm not entitled to their lives. They're not entitled to mine. I don't give a fuck. My point and what I talk about is just to do that, to talk about what I choose to talk about. And and rather than, you know, sit back and play fucking games with, with grown adults. Oh, this offended me. I'm, I'm going to report it. Sissies. Sissies. It's uh it's despicable. It really is. It's despicable. That's what I am to appeal to the type of woman I want. Mm-hmm. You don't want to appeal to everybody anyway. That's a loser's game, bro. You can't appeal to everybody because you're not for everybody. Some people's gonna like you, some people's not. But like I know I've talked to people and it's usually younger that will watch these videos. And then some of them would leave with a good takeaway. Mm-hmm. For me, like, maybe I should improve myself, et cetera, et cetera. And others would leave thinking like, man, fuck that bitch. She's a fucking whore anyway. She's this and that. The little third thigh. And then, yeah, little thigh. It's some lame ass. Yeah, little thigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're still on the uh, incel black pill stage when it comes to what they're talking about. But I get it. They're making sense. It's just. I mean, the black pill are the red pill rejects. The black pill are sort of the red pill Power Rangers that don't find their place. And then instead of improving themselves, they got to blame women. That's that's really what it is. And it's no different than a thought. It's no different than a slut out here hoeing it up like it's 1965 and then tell men that, you know, they got to do this and that and a third in order to, to keep her around. Men will start going, well, I don't need you around. I mean, there's other options. I mean, you know, niggas, most guys <clears throat> outside of like the simps and the soy boys and the male feminist and the Rudy Pooh uh, candy ass feminazi supporters uh, male feminazi sympathizers. These these men don't don't have compassion like that. They're just trying to get a free. They're trying to get free entry. These guys are just as slimy as the rest. They're no different. 
they're actually worse because they try to like they try to showcase themselves as good guys. There's no such thing as good guys. I want to tell women this right away. There's no such thing as good guys, but there is such thing as nice guys. And you don't like the latter. But because there is the term good guys, you can come up with what's good for you. And good doesn't go with preference. That's the problem. Even good and evil, in a sense, doesn't go with preference, meaning that you don't judge the next person because you have no ruling over the next person. Your judgment wouldn't mean shit to begin with. You can't crucify a nigga over a judgment. Who are you? You see what I'm saying? But people who feel differently, and that's the key word, feel, which feelings mean nothing. Over facts and logics, over facts and logic, absolutely not. It means nothing. With how you feel, it means absolutely jack shit. Especially if what especially if what's being said is absolutely fact. And you cannot compete against it. Right? It's untouchable. It's impeccable. It's unstoppable. Lethal. Deadly. Epic. He has nothing going for himself. He nigga can't hold a conversation. But he just expects it to come to him because he thinks the problem was with them and not with him. Yeah. And it's weird. When I was younger, um, there was no such thing. There was no real red pill. There was, but it just it was, wasn't. It was this yeah, small. It was small. I just watched like hella. Like if I ever felt like I was down, I needed motivation. I just watched motivational videos. I'm not gonna lie. They still smack sometimes. I don't really need them no more. Mm, but smack. like that would inspire me. To- they still smack. Give me a fucking. <laughs> That's the generation we're in. We're in the motivation. We're in the motivational stage, right? Where we need now. It's like, it's sad because like the men are just so, and I get it because I've been there. So I'm not, I'm not judging whatsoever. I'm just making an assessment. And realistically, I'm talking about my previous self anyway. But we, we need like motivational speeches we need to see the millionaires, even the billionaires and the cars and then the houses to feel motivated just to work a nine to five. <laughs> it's like you got to it, it really is sad and pathetic when you think about it. That's why I'm laughing. You really got to see millionaires, big houses, nice cars, just so you can work your nine to five and pay for your Toyota, your Toyota Camry. Your fucking RAV4, you know. <laughs> it's it's sad, but it's also funny if you think about it. Cause like I said, that's that's the generation of today. They need <clears throat> It's almost how, like, the young black men looked at Kevin Samuels. He dead. He gone. Rest in peace. It's like how people looked at Kevin Samuels. They didn't just look at him as the quote-unquote godfather of the red pill. You're talking about a group of black men who grew up with no fathers. They looked at this man as a father figure. 
they modeled themselves and modeled their ways from him. Now, do I say that? Am I saying that that's negative? No, absolutely not. Kevin Samuels ain't a pimp. He ain't a thug. He ain't a killer. He ain't a gangster. He ain't out here raping, robbing, murdering folk. He ain't out here spreading a bunch of BS unless he's talking about marriage. And that's some BS. I disagree with that on occasion. Fuck that shit. Getting married after six months. What type of crack is this nigga smoking? What the? You set niggas up for absolute absolute defeat, failure, and self-destruction. shit together get in better shape get in like get there mentally like For sure. everything just lock the fuck in bro with anything so people don't really do that no more like nowadays people just kind of just drones just watch as much content as possible it's not just drone it's not even just the people becoming drones it becomes the content creators that <clears throat> it, it's like look man Fresh and fit crying about being demonetized should tell you everything that you need to know about the guys. I'm not saying nothing bad. I'm definitely not saying nothing good about them. I'm just telling you what it is. Them and how they reacted to being demonetized tells you everything you need to know about them. Realistically, All they have to do, which they already have their shit on Rumble, is continue to go on Rumble. People that are fans of them on YouTube will go on Rumble to watch them. That's all it takes. But that that's going to take some time. Because, you know, I'm going to assume that most of their views realistically comes from YouTube. Now, there's other guys who are smart, and what they do is they have a pre-show. They use YouTube only as sort of a a platform to do uh, pre-show videos. And then they have their um, actual show on Rumble or whatever else they have it on. They'll have it simulcast. They'll have multiple platforms recording at once. I'm going to get to that point. I I just want to get to, I want to get to a point to where I know a decent amount of people are checking it out. It takes a lot of effort and time. Like when it came to doing videos, when I was, when I, when I first started doing these, not even like episodes or podcasting, I had my uh, YouTube account and I do videos but I would do it in um, like slideshows. And depending on what I was talking about, I would use certain slideshows and I would I would incorporate my music like I do on a podcast so I wouldn't have to deal with any copyright BS fuckery. And it worked out. It was just really the editing I remember was just a pain. <clears throat> and at that time I wasn't getting I would I would be lucky to get like under 50 views so I really was like just putting in a lot of time and not really getting much result so I kind of had to learn the hard way started from absolutely shit nothing we're talking about episodes that's been unplayed for years really at least two years 
then, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I talked about it before, man. Like, this last month, I was looking on Facebook and uh, on my Facebook memory, just a year previous, I was just celebrating 1,000 plays. What the? Niggas came out of the woodworks. I think my shit, they, they put my shit like, uh, it was like 3.7. Oh, yeah, if y'all rate my shit, yo, rate my shit, man. Put my shit at like five stars. Y'all know niggas like me go in, man, so. I'm not held back by any um, group of people. I'm not bought and paid for. Not yet. But if the check is high enough and the stipulations are low enough, <laughs> I'm taking the check, all right? But I ain't doing no sneako shit. I ain't, I ain't switching up on y'all. But they don't ever look to improve themselves. So sneako, the issue you're having, bro, is you're not inspiring people to do better. You're just inspiring people to be angrier. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know what people like them. And, I, and I'm only saying this because I don't. I don't listen to them a lot. Playback. I don't listen to them a lot. But when they talk about red pill content creators, they do it in a way that I understand because they're not real. I don't consider them detractors. They just ask very valid questions. <laughs> and I and I can't see that as someone who's being a detractor. It's just someone who challenges the red pill on certain levels without being really disrespectful about it. It's just asking a valid question. I think I think that guys like Sneeko were just, you know, another, you know, another operation, really. I mean, really, I think it's not that I think he's a fed or nothing. I just think that the way he goes about things happen to be very suspect and he's only getting older. So you can't really use the age thing. And it's like the red pill to me, to them, it's like high school. It's like, all right, after four years, I get the understanding of it and now I'm out. But you can't just say you can't just say you're out and you still respect those who are still in it. No, you got to exit it and you got to say that everybody who's doing this and that they're this and that. Realistically, the same people that were following your content is now going against your content. And it's the reason it's the lack of accountability, not understanding that, damn, I was saying quite the opposite a year prior. And it's not taking accountability for it. And once again, you know, accountability, unfortunately, is not for everybody. I mentioned before, it's the uh, it's the pride, it's the ego, it's this sort of. I, I'm gonna say it's the pride, it's the ego, it's the lack of accountability. It's you not willing to really take a loss. Or if you're taking a loss, you're blaming the loss on the next person. Some of the people have nothing to do with your situation. 
you just feel better blaming somebody else. That's a modern woman. Um, but realistically, that could also be a representation of a fragile, weak-minded man as well. Be critical of people without any form of self-reflection, et cetera, et cetera. Because I think at the end of the day, I think the, the bigger part is those kids, regardless of, because I think Sneak also put out a tweet saying, like, in a, in a vein of, like, boys will be boys. And it's like, no, though, that's a reflection of the audience that you've cultivated. That is the reflection of yeah, the like, audience. When people walk up to Duke, they just go, Duke Riz, Riz, Riz. When they walk up to Kai, they just start getting sturdy and stuff that's like that. That's because that's the. And, and it's a bunch of kids. So those kids do not walk up to Kai. All right, so I don't know. Like I said, all the people they're talking about are people I don't know. So I'm just not going to continue to go through it. We're almost close to an hour and 10 minutes. I have something planned at least an hour. And when I say an hour, I mean this time an hour because. Today slash tonight at this job is supposed to be very busy, but I have something set up. 630 is when I think these people leave. So I have to figure out, I got to figure out a strategy. Maybe I start earlier. If I can get most things knocked out and out of the way in time, then I can start a lot earlier. If not, I'll, I'll start probably like 730, 8 o'clock. And then by that time, I'll at least have most of what I need done. But, yeah. Sneeko, I don't really... Because of his age, and, and, and I'm not saying his age generally affects the situation, but including it into it makes more sense. He, I wouldn't consider him to be really any leader... To any person that I know who are in their 20s, right? Or really people that even know who he is, realistically. But I think the reach that he had put him on a platform and put him on a level to where he can now say the red pill is this and the red pill is that and I don't need it anymore and kind of feel better than the other guys in the situations that he was once in. It's very hypocritical to do that. But it's something that people with ego do often. They 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 don't even recognize themselves doing it. They do it, though. Now their, their ego... Their ego gets in the way of their true progress as a human being. And in order, like, you have to really be, and some of those people really have to be humiliated and be humbled in order to come to that understanding. And once that happens, then you know, right? They went through some shit. Like a couple of people I knew that were in the military, and I knew them before they got into the military. Before they got in, they were all problems, right? Like class clowns, loud in the classroom, destructive. You already knew, like either they are going into the military or they're going to prison. It's kind of like one of those problem childs, right? 
So they, uh, you know, one kid, I'm not going to mention their names, but one dude I knew from elementary school, well, he's no longer here. He did rest in peace, but, um, he was a goofball and, um, he was a volunteer firefighter and, you know, he went, he went to, um, Iraq and he died in a car bombing. It was a car bombing in that area. He got caught in it and that was it. Um, when he was in school, he was crazy. Like it was one of the people that you wouldn't imagine being in military. But then to give you another situation, a more, I guess, lighthearted situation. So one guy that I knew, he goes into the military. I knew him from high school. And all this nigga was doing was clowning people, joking around. Nigga was funny as hell. Funny as hell, right? He goes into the military. I see him more recently, like more like, you know, a year and some change ago. And, you know, this guy, <laughs> this guy's a fucking problem. <laughs> it's like you see him, you look at him and you can tell like, man, this nigga's seen some shit. All right. This nigga done seen some shit. You don't want to ask him about it either. Okay. Serious. He's still with. But what, what was funny about him was he still when he saw me, he just immediately bust out and started joking around like we were in high school. So even though he looks like he looks like a motherfucker who's definitely saw some shit overseas. He came back just, you know, same person, you know. See some white bitch out here. She's like a drug addict. They got all these weirdos out here, man. All these fucking weirdos. In this democratic dumping ground that I live in. New Jersey. Despicable. What a mess, man. Anyway... As I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm planning a 45 slash hour long episode later on tonight. I still got to charge my phone, find what I'm going to talk about, uh, play some video games. But until next time, I'm out. Peace.